are live from Jefferson College in Hillsboro. It is the state quarterfinal game between the Central Rebels and the MICDS Rams. I am Glenn Berry along with Dustin Kopp who's doing video tonight. And we also have Jewel Boyer back in the studio. We're going to get you your starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agent. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Contact Dave and Scott Haggerty at Shelter Mutual at 517 East Main in Park Hills. Insuring the Parkland since 1955. We'll go with the visiting team. They have been designated as the visitors. They are the MICDS Rams. Marcus Coleman, a 6'3 sophomore, makes the start tonight. Jaden Banks, a 5'9 junior. Bryn Lewis, a 6'4 senior. Jason Clutho, a 6'5 senior. And Mason Schwartz is a 6'4 junior making the start for MICDS. They are 23-6, and and they are coached by the elusive Travis Wallace. For the hometown or the home team Central Rebels, who are taking the court now, being introduced. Caden Casey, the 6'1 junior, makes the start. Joe Bryant, the 6'1 junior. Also Tristan Stewart, the 6'4 senior. Kendall Horton, the 6'2 senior. And Mason Williams, the 6'2 senior, making the start for tonight. Brad Gross in his third year. His team is 26-3. We are ready to go with the tip-off brought to you by Boyd & Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd and Boyd & Associates has, bringing, uh, has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our community for 20 years. And the Rebels win the opening tip, and they bring it back. They're going right to left across your radio dial. If you're joining us on the video, you see that as they head to the left side. Caden Casey has it out beyond the three-point arc. He'll give it up to Mason Williams on the rotation to Joe Bryant. Now they give it down low to uh, it, down low. It's uh, Harlow. Harlow gets a shot up. It's no good. Rebound comes down, or make that Horton, rather, as he is uh, knocked around just a bit, knocked out of bounds, and the ball will stay with Central. I always get uh, Cannon Harlow and uh, Kendall Horton mixed up. I think it's because they're close in the way their name sounds, I guess. Mason Williams, he is out beyond the three-point arc. Gives it to Joe. Right back to Mason. Thinks about a three. Almost loses the ball. Now gives it back to Joe Bryant. Top of the key. Joe makes a little stutter step. Backs it out. He's looking for a good shot. Central being a little patient here after getting the first two shots from Kendall Horton. Now it's Caden Casey. He's being guarded closely there by MICDS. He was in a zone right now. Looks like a 2-3 zone as taking it in is Mason Williams. He'll kick it out to Kendall Horton. Shot up. No good. Rebound comes down to the uh, MICDS Rams and Jaden Banks. Banks will get it into the front court. Now down low left baseline. It's thrown up. No good. Rebound comes down to Joe Bryant. Bryant back the other way. Behind the, the back dribble. Drip, drips it off to Stewart. And Stewart lays it up and in. First points of the game go to the Central Rebels, and they're up two to nothing. Back the other way comes MICDS with the ball. It is Jaden Banks, the junior. Banks with a left-hand dribble, gives it up now to Clutho. Clutho with a right-hand dribble, gives it into the post there for Schwartz. Now to Banks. Banks gave this uh, Central team a fit early in this year when they played on January the 10th. Let's see if Central can control him. They're double-teaming him right now as he kicks it off right side to Marcus Coleman. Coleman trying to get it inside. 6.17 to go in the first quarter. Reaching in to try to take it away is Joe Bryant, and now Tristan Stewart kind of gets an inadvertent foul as he reached in to grab something, the ball, that is, and as he reached in there, he just caught the uh, offensive player just a bit. It'll be out of bounds. First foul of the game, and it comes on Tristan Stewart, his first foul. High inbound pass comes to Jaden Banks. Right-hand dribble. He'll give it off right side to Coleman. Coleman will take it right baseline. Layup no good. Comes back down, but it's picked up there by the Rams. Back inside for Coleman. Turnaround jumper no good. Stewart's got it. 
Tristan Stewart with a rebound. A couple of shots there from Jaden Banks, but he was unable to get him. He also got a couple of rebounds in there as well. One of those rebounds bouncing out to the top of the key. Here's Williams. He'll go left side, give it to Joe Bryant, who almost lost it out of bounds, but he picks it up. Takes it out to almost midcourt where you see the Viking ship of the Jefferson College Vikings. Here's Job taking it down baseline. Gives it off to Mason Williams for three. No good. Rebound comes down, and Clutho will pick that rebound up as Williams misses on the long-range three. Now a steal in the backcourt. Here comes Kendall Horton. Layup off the glass and good. Kendall Horton picked the pocket of Jaden Banks, who almost committed another turnover there. That's the first turnover of the game for MICDS. Banks uh, threw the ball in bounds after the bucket was good, and he almost was still standing out of bounds when they gave it back to him. Left-hand dribble now for Banks. He'll take it out, take it up top of the key. Now taking it down baseline, dropping it off to Clutho. No good. Rebound, or actually the uh, ball picked up there by Williams. He'll give it to Joe Bryant. Layup, no good. Rebound comes down to Kendall Horton, and he's going to be fouled. Well, Joe Bryant tried to get a little extension there to lay it up and in, and he just was a little too far away from the bucket. And his shot ticked off the front of the rim. But again, Kendall Horton right there to get the rebound. Horton's had a couple of opportunities. He's got a couple of points, a few rebounds in this game already. Horton has the ball right now, top of the key. He'll bring it down to the free throw line, dish it off now left side to Mason Williams. Williams goes inside, tries a running one-hander, no good. Rebound comes down to Mason Swartz. So Williams with a shot that doesn't go, and Swartz gets the rebound. Back the other way is Jaden Banks off the back iron, no good. Swartz again with the rebound. Williams fights for it. Are they going to call a foul or a jump ball? It's going to be a jump ball, and the possession arrow belongs to MICDS. 4-0, Central on top. Just underway at Jefferson College. Pretty good crowd here tonight wearing red. The crimson colors of MICDS on the opposite side. Here's Banks. Left side now. He'll give it up to Clutho. Clutho will hold it up now. He'll give it up top of the key to Coleman. Coleman right side gives it up. Now down baseline. Turn around. Now back out to Coleman. Coleman steps inside. Throws up a a shot. No good. Rebound. Kendall Horton. And he is fouled. And the foul is going to go on MICDS. And are they calling that a flagrant? The official, I think, just made a a, a call. But everybody in the stands thought it was a flagrant foul because of the way he crossed his arms. But he was just noting how the uh, foul occurred. So a nice rebound that time by Kendall Horton again. Shot by Marcus Coleman was no good. And back the other way comes Central. Not really a turnover as it was a shot up and a rebound for Central. And Joe Bryant into the front court. Left-hand dribble behind the back. Now throws it right side to Williams. Williams will kick it over to Caden Casey from the corner. He's not open, so he'll give it back to Williams. Williams spin around, turn around, jumper up in the air. It's ticked off the front of the rim. It would have counted, but it did not go down. That foul looks like that is going to go on Bryn Lewis. Lewis's first foul of the night. Team foul number three already on MICDS, and that is a shooting foul. So Mason Williams goes to the free throw line. First shot is up. No good. I think that's one thing that Central has to do tonight is shoot effectively from the free throw line as well as from the field. I think they're going to need some outside shooting as well. Second free throw, no good, and it's rebounded by Schwartz. So 0 for 2 on that trip. For Mason Williams, the lead is still 4-0 Central. 
We've seen the Central Lady Rebels. We've seen uh, West County, South Iron, a couple of teams that get off to that somewhat slow start. Now as Marcus Coleman takes it down to the baseline, throws it out right side. Now they kick it out to Jaden Banks back inside. Now on the right baseline as Schwartz takes it in, turns around, lays it up and in. Nice job by Mason Schwartz, the 6'4 junior. It's a 4-2 central lead with 3.26 to go. Very low-scoring game. Here comes Joe Bryant. He running one-hander from the right side. It's good. Joe Bryant's first two points of the game, and it's 6-2. The lead back to four for Central. Early in the first quarter, 3.13 left to go in the first. Here's Jaden Banks. Drives the length of the baseline, lays it up and in. That was almost too easy. Now back the other way comes Central. Here comes Caden Casey. Layup is up. It's good. He is fouled. Well, after an almost too easy basket by Jaden Banks, Central takes it right out of bounds, fires it down the right side to Casey, uh, Caden Casey, who's streaking down the right lane. He lays it up and in and draws the foul, and that foul will be the second on Bryn Lewis. Chance for the, as Sean likes to call it, the old-school three-pointer. Casey toes the line, dribbles the ball a couple of times, puts it up in the air. Good. Caden Casey has three. The lead is now five. Three minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Central on top of MICDS. Banks on the left side will throw it down low for Schwartz. Schwartz being guarded there by Zach Boyd, who's checked into the ball game. Now it gets out top of the key to Banks. He'll right-hand dribble, left-hand dribble, try to throw it inside. Clutho wasn't ready for it, but he somehow pulled it down. Now they give it to Coleman, and they're going to call it travel. On MICDS, as the ball was thrown to Coleman by Brandon Clemens, and he just took an extra step, kind of shoveled his feet there, I believe, and that'll be the second turnover for MICDS. Central student section in full force here tonight. Talking to the AD of MICDS in the pregame, he said they didn't think there would be a lot of students here tonight because they're on spring break right now. Here's Kendall Horton, bounce pass right side to Boyd. Nice bounce pass. Nice no-look bounce pass. And Boyd puts it up and in. 11-4, Central on top. Something we did not see much in that first game at Central. Now with the ball, right-handed dribble, kicks it out now to Coleman. Coleman tries to throw it back, and he almost throws it out of bounds, but Swartz is there. Top of the key is Brandon Clemens. He gives it now to Braden Banks. Banks wears the number 10, kicks it out to Coleman. He'll put up a three off the back iron, no good. Rebound comes down to MICDS, Brandon Coleman, and he is fouled. Looks like the fouls are going to go on Joe Bryant. We did see in that game at Central, Joe Bryant get into a little bit of foul trouble. And when Joe gets into foul trouble, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to foul out of the game. I do believe he did foul out in that game late. Here's the first free throw up and good by Clemens. One for one so far for MICDS. That's their first free throw. That was only team foul number two on Central. Second free throw from Clemens. Bends the knee twice, puts it up and in. Brandon Clemens, 6'1", freshman, just checked into the ball game. He has two points. Central leads 11-6, a minute 37 to go here in the first quarter. Horton has it left side. Now he'll give it up to Caden Casey. 
on the right side. Job tries to drive the lane, dishes it off to Kendall Horton, who lays it up and in, and he is fouled again. Central has run that play almost to perfection, taking it down right baseline. It looks like Joe Bryant or whoever's got the ball is too far into the basket. The defense rushes to him to try to trap him or make him go out of bounds. And Kendall Horton pops open, or Tristan Stewart, this time Horton. And the bucket is good, and the free throw is good. And Kendall Horton has five points in the game, and the lead is 14-6 for the Central Rebels here in the first quarter. Braden Banks gives it now to Schwartz. He'll put up a left-handed three. Good. Mason Schwartz has five in the game. It's the first three-pointer we've seen tonight. And it makes it a 14-9 game as Mason Williams comes into the front court. Glad to have you along here on a Friday night. Class four quarterfinal action. Now into the ball game is Cannon Harlow. Here's Joe Bryant, right baseline, lifts it, lays it up, no good. Rebound comes down. Tristan Stewart's got it. He puts it up and in. Big rebound from Tristan Stewart after Joe Bryant put up the shot. It rolled off the front of the rim. Stewart came out of nowhere with a rebound and laid it up. 16-9, 35 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Here's Coleman on the left side. He'll give it up to Schwartz. Schwartz will take it down the left baseline. Try to turn around, but Kendall Horton's right there, so he kicks it back out to Banks. 25 seconds left to go in the first. Braden Banks will bring it out beyond the three-point arc and out to the center circle where the Jefferson Viking is. Inside that circle, now he takes it to the right side. He is waiting for the clock to tick down with 13 seconds and counting. He'll give it right side to Coleman. Coleman does a little stutter step, turns, spins, layup, good. They're going to call a foul. Nope, they're going to call a turnover as Coleman just slid his foot just a little bit. And that is going to be a travel and a third turnover. And Central, with 6.2 seconds left, has got a chance to maybe get another bucket. Three seconds left. Joe Bryant in the front court from beyond three. Puts it up. No good. Rebound comes down to Schwartz, but that's the way the first quarter comes to an end. Central Rebels, something they did not do in that first game against MICDS. They have a lead, 16-9. to It's the end of the first quarter. You're listening to High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. Lead Belt Pump and Supply in Park Hills is happy to sponsor high school sports. Remember, if you need contract drilling, they have over 30 years of experience to help you. Since 1968, Lead Belt Pump and Supply has been serving their community with authorized sales and service and a reputation for quality. You'll find Lead Belt Pump and Supply at 204 East Elvins in Park Hills or give them a call at 573-431-2476. Lead Belt Pump and Supply, wishing all of our area teams good luck. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri, in good times and in bad. We're for Missouri families and Missouri communities. We're for giving back to those communities and lifting people up. And when Missouri weather rips through our state, we're for helping put back the pieces. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you live in Missouri, we're for you. See Mike Sansegra at 1011 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at 234 State Street in Deloge. Back here at Jefferson College, Central on top, 16-9. to This is the Class 4 quarterfinals. Earlier today, South Iron wins their third straight state championships in the Class 1 finals. We heard that on KFMO. Here's a three from the corner from Joe Bryant. No good. Rebound comes down to MICDS. 
And back the other way they come. Rebounded that time by Braden, or Brandon Clemens. Job's got two points on the game. He's not quite lit it up just yet, but we saw him do that in the second half the other night. Here's Clemens driving the baseline. He's going to lose the ball, and Horton will pick it up. That is the fourth turnover on the MICDS Rams. Here's Mason Williams. He'll kick it over to Casey for three. No good. Rebound comes down to Tristan Stewart. He's fighting with it, and there will be a jump ball, I do believe. Players get tangled up. Braden Banks went over to get it, and as he goes over to grab a hold of it, of course, Tristan Stewart's not going to let go. And both officials run over and go, okay, guys, it's cool. It's all cool. There's going to be a jump ball. I thought the last time we had a jump ball that MICDS got it, but they say, no, it belongs to the Rams. So here comes Braden Banks, his team down by seven in the second quarter. Coleman has it now beyond the arc. He'll give it up right side. Now give it back around to Braden Banks. Banks will give a left-hand dribble back to Coleman. Now to Clemens. Clemens takes it down to the free throw line. Backs up, fade away, up off the back glass. No good. Rebound, Joe Bryant. So Clemens has been really active in this ball game. But has yet to score. Central in the front court, Mason Williams and they're taking a little more time as the ball ticks off of Kendall Horton, and it's picked up there by MICDS. Back the other way. The layup is blocked, and a foul called. Oh, my gosh. He may have caught him with the body, but everybody thought that was a clean block as Bryn Lewis went to the line and tried to lay it up and in off the right baseline. But I think he caught him with the body, and that foul will go on Mason Williams. That was the LeBron block shot, if you remember that from the playoffs a few years ago, running the length of the floor jumping up and swatting the ball away as he let go of it. But I think he caught him with the body. At the free throw line to shoot two is Bryn Lewis, and his first one is good. So at the 6.32 mark to go in this first half, 6.32 of the second quarter, MICDS is in double digits. Central still on top, 16-10. Lewis will try to cut it to five. Up, good. Bren Lewis has two points in the game. It's a 16-11 game. Central on top by five, and Joe Bryant has the ball. Bryant crosses the blue timeline. He's got Banks all over him, but he makes a move and gets him around. Now turns his back on him, gives it up right side to Williams. Williams back to Joe Bryant. Bryant back to Mason Williams. Williams will drive the lane off the back glass, and good. Running one-hander from Mason Williams. He would not be denied. 18-11 Central on top. Here's a three-pointer from the corner. No good. Rebounded by uh, MICDS. And Tristan Stewart is lucky they didn't call him for a foul as he kind of upended the MICDS player. Here's Coleman for three from the corner. Off the front iron. No good. Rebound to Kendall Horton and a foul. Because we have so many things going tonight, we don't have rebound stats. Probably won't have those rebound stats tonight. But because of that, I can still tell you that Kendall Horton has been a force on the boards tonight. That foul, by the way, was on Brendan Clemens, his first. Caden Casey has the ball for the Rebels in the front court. Joe Bryant takes it in. He's being hounded. He tries to put it off the glass, and he does. It's good. Turnaround jumper by Joe Bryant after basically being mauled down low. He held on to that ball, turned around, and laid it up and in. 20-11, to 11, the lead is 9, the biggest lead so far for Central. 
MICDS comes back the other way with Jaden Banks. Left-hand dribble. Now he'll make a move, take it down baseline, dump it off right side to Coleman. Coleman will travel with the ball. That step all night long is being called to travel. It's that little shuffle step. I know the MICDS faithful and the uh, coach don't like the call, but it's that little head fake where you move your pivot foot just enough to get the travel. That is five turnovers now on the Rams. Here comes Mason Williams bringing the ball up this time. Joe Bryant is down in the right-hand corner as Williams makes a move on his guy. Now kicks it out to Caden Casey, who will put it up from three. Off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound, Banks. And Caden Casey, for all purposes, looked like he had that one to go down. Here's a pass down low, and Clutho can't hold on to it. It's out of bounds, and back the other way we go. Turnover number six on MICDS. Something that uh, Brad Gross and his coaching staff have discovered about MICDS is helping them out quite a bit. Now here's a pass by Joe Bryant. Joe being a little physical down on the other side, and I think he just got a little too much adrenaline going, picked it up and threw it too far up and over the head of Kendall Horton out of bounds. Only the second turnover on Central. The Rebels lead by nine with 434 to go in the second quarter. We will try to get to your out-of-town scoreboard coming up here in just a bit. Brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive. Just north of Farmington as a shot goes up from the left side. No good. Rebound. And a foul going to be called. Looks like it will be on Swartz. As Swartz was late to the party, that's who they're going to get. He tried to reach up over the top. That was his first foul. So nothing really harmful for MICDS just yet. As we told you, your out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door, providing 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. Back the other way to shoot a one-and-one, as that is the seventh foul now on MICDS, and this is where free throws are very, very important. Free throws up, off the rim, no good. Rebound comes down. Zach Boyd was at the line, and he couldn't get it to go down. It looked close, but it splashed in and came back out. Our only out-of-town score today is a foul is going to be called on Cannon Harlow for a little push there. Our only out-of-town score as of right now comes from Sean Malone, who is in Springfield, who earlier today watched South Iron win in overtime 56-47 and pick up their third straight title in Class 1A. So congratulations to the Panthers and Dusty Dinkins. South Iron did not uh, have a lead in that game until overtime. Later tonight, we'll have updates for you from Mac. And, of course, we got this one as a right-handed jump shot goes up by Clutho, his first two points of the game. And a timeout on the floor. This timeout is brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sanchegral, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Steffens on North State Street in Deloge. We'll take a timeout with them. Back with more high school basketball on KFMO. Everybody's going home. At Home Pools and Spa, their service team can help you with any need you may have. Whether it's opening and getting your pool ready to swim, weekly cleaning, maintenance, or any repairs that may arise throughout the season, need a liner, pump, or filter, they can work on any spa or pool, regardless of the make or model. Visit them today and find out why so many families trust Home Pools and Spa with their pool and spa needs. Home Pools and Spa, because home is where the fun is, on the Outer Service Road in Lettington. 
Moore Armstrong. Citizen Spine and Sport on Westmount Drive in Farmington has been providing the area with an evidence-based conservative approach to spinal, muscle, and joint-related dysfunction. Dr. Armstrong at Citizen Spine and Sport Services includes spinal manipulation, therapeutic exercise, sports-related injuries, acupuncture, dry needling, and more. Together, Citizen Spine and Sport and Blue Tail Medical Group are helping patients most pass pain. Call them today at 573-701-0770. That's 573-701-0770. Cannon Harlow lays it up and in. His first two points of the game. And the inbounds pass. He just about picks up his first foul as well as he was all over Jaden Banks. And the lead is now 9, 22-13 Central on top. Ball knocked away. Picked up there by Zach Boyd. It's a fight for the ball. Is it a jump ball? If it is, it belongs to Central this time. And it will belong to the Central Rebels. The Rebels very aggressive on defense here tonight. MICDS called a timeout just before that last break to try to talk things over. And since then, they've seen Cannon Harlow bring the ball in, get a uh, running layup at the right side. Now the ball almost picked off as a pass by Joe Bryant. A little too much air underneath it. Now Mason Williams falls down with the ball, and I think, did he call timeout? Nope, they got a jump ball on it again. Mason Williams got into the front court, right about the free throw line, stepped on something, his left foot went out from under him, and he sat down on the ball, and uh, an MICDS player picked it up, and the ball goes back to Central, or back to uh, the Rams. 22-13 is our score. Central's been out in front the entire game so far. Here's Clutho on the left side. Gives it to Swartz. He had a three out there a while ago. Now he gives it up right side to Jaden Banks. They're running the rotation play. Now they take it down low as Banks trips and falls. And he wanted a foul. And instead, Joe Bryant's back the other way. Layup goes off the back glass and good. Joe Bryant picks up his sixth point of the game on the turnover, which, by the way, was the eighth. And Jaden Banks was screaming for a foul. He thought somebody tripped him up, and I didn't really see it. But I think he might have been right. Here's Joe Bryant flying into Schwartz. Almost picks up a foul, but back comes Schwartz with the ball. He's got it right side now, going up against Zach Boyd. Turnaround jumper, lays it off to the left side. No good. Rebound comes down to Coleman. Up and in. Absolutely great job by Boyd that time on the defense. MICDS had a layup, couldn't make it. But a great job that time on the rebound by Coleman. He laid it up and in. Here is Joe Bryant with the ball on the left side. He'll give it to Caden Casey. He'll take it to the free throw line. Out to Cannon Harlow. Harlow will drive right side. Baseline tries to put it up. No, he'll kick it out to Caden Casey for three from the right side. No good. Rebound comes down. Clutho picks it up. Caden Casey hasn't hit one from out there yet. When he does, they usually come in bunches. 138 to go. Nine-point lead as Jaden Banks will drive the lane, and he'll be fouled before he gets to that layup. And they're going to call it on Central. We have seen Caden Casey in ball games come in, be ice cold for maybe a quarter or two, and then get a wide open shot, and bam, it's up there. Now I'm watching Caden Casey limping around just a bit. He's not coming out of the game, but he looks like he's a little bit on the tired side. 134 to go, a nine-point lead for Central. Here's Lewis. He'll pick up the dribble, now give it back to Jaden Banks. And MICDS may be thinking about one shot or at least getting a very good shot before they put it up. They're down by nine. A little push off there from Lewis or from uh, Banks. And another travel, this time on Coleman. And Coleman doesn't like the call. 
But that is the ninth turnover on MICDS, something we did not see in that first game. Here's Joe Bryant. He'll get it up to the timeline, and now Mason Williams goes across the timeline. Right-handed dribble now. Here's Joe Bryant. Tries to throw a no-look pass inside, and nobody was looking, so it's out of bounds. Fourth turnover on Central. He thought somebody was flashing across the lane there, so he kind of picked it up at the free-throw line, threw that no-look pass to his left side, and everybody just watched the ball go by. Fourth turnover on Central. 24-15 is the lead, a nine-point lead still for this Central Ball Club. Here's Braden Banks, a little left-hand push. Now he'll put it up with a running right-hander. It's off the back glass and good. 36 seconds left to go as Banks lays it up, his fourth point of the half. 24-17, it's a seven-point lead for Central. Now a foul called in the backcourt. It's going to be on Swartz. That may be number two on Swartz, and he didn't like the call. You know, we've seen in a lot of these postseason games where officiating can go from really tight to really loose. Guys getting thrown to the ground, guys getting run over, no call, and then somebody brings the ball up the court, runs into somebody, barely touches them, and you got a whistle. And a lot of folks will go, hey, you know, you got to be better than that. Well, just be consistent. That's what these players are looking for. Here's Tristan Stewart getting the rebound, laying it up and in. What a big rebound again from Tristan Stewart, 26-17. The free throw was up and no good, and as it bumped the back of the rim, it hit off of a uh, MICDS ram and kicked right to Stewart. Here's a three from the right side from Coleman, and he buries it. Marcus Coleman, his first three points of the half, 26-20. Here is a shot from the three-point arc from Kendall Horton. It'll be no good, and that's the way this half comes to an end. 26-20. Central Rebels still on top. You're listening to High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Fisher Auto Parts is your hometown parts store on Main Street in Park Hills and is dedicated to providing their customers the absolute best in value, quality, and service. From brake pads, struts, belts, and hoses to complete turbocharge in a box, everything you need for installation, you can depend on Fisher Auto Parts. 
At Fisher Auto Parts, the door is always open for walk-in business, plus they offer fast, dependable delivery, so the next time you're in need of a part, see your hometown parts store, Fisher Auto Parts, on Main Street in Park Hills. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4222. Visit JacksonHewitt.com for rules. This is Casey Jenkins with Jackson Hewitt Tax Service. Give us a call at 756-9190. The Central R3 School Administration, Board of Education, faculty, staff, and student body congratulate the Central Rebels on an excellent season and wish them good luck in the state playoffs. Let's go, Rebels! Since 1960, Goggins Drilling in Park Hills has been providing exceptional service to the parkland. Known for quality and professional well drilling pump service and pump repair, Goggins Drilling can also handle all of your trenching needs. Give them a call today at 573-431-2450. Their trained and professional staff will be glad to assist you. That's Goggins Drilling in Park Hills, 573-431-2450, or check them out online at GogginsDrilling.com. This is Lance Secrets at Ozarks Modern Insulation. Winter is just ahead and those expensive heating bills will be showing up in your mailbox again soon. Heat loss through your ceiling is a huge concern, but is easily addressed by air sealing and adding insulation to your attic. We have been the experts in this field for over 45 years, and we know how to address the issue. And as always, we are happy to provide you with a free in-home assessment to let you know where your home stands. Call us at 431-2707 or request your free quote online at ozarkinsulation.com. Go green and go Cardinals. Building or remodeling and need new glass shower doors or mirrors? A touch of glass shower doors or more in Bon Terre have been installing custom shower doors since 2010, such as frameless, rain glass, angled shower doors, and much more. Give a touch of glass a call today at 573-358-7228 for a free in-home estimate. That's a touch of glass shower doors and more in Bon Terre, 573-358-7228. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Tosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Back here at Jefferson College, where the Central Rebels lead at halftime 26 to 20. It's Glenn Berry along with Dustin Kopp, who's doing the uh, video for us tonight, and also with Jewel Bullier, who is back in the studios. And we've got a few stats to tell you about, mostly scores. When you do a ball game by yourself, it's hard to get all the stats of missed shots and missed free throws. We'll get the missed free throws, but we won't get all the rebounds. We won't get all the missed shots, that kind of a thing. So we'll give you your leading scores. And these halftime stats are brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln Mercury, the home of the lifetime warranty. You can save big at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. Shop for your next car, truck, or SUV by going online to SismFord.com or call 
31-77. Our halftime score here is Central on top, 26-20. And the Central Rebels, who are the home team on the board, are led by Joe Bryant, who has six points, Tristan Stewart, six points, and Kendall Horton, who has five. Rounding out the scoring, Caden Casey has his number three. Uh, Cannon Harlow has two, and Mason Williams also has two. From the free throw line, the uh, Central Rebels are shooting only two out of five. That has got to improve in the second half. I think if they get into a situation where they get a lot of one-on-one shots, they need to hit those free throws to either maintain the lead or maybe even move away from this MICDS Rams ball club. For the MICDS Rams, they have about the same situation. Nobody really setting it on fire and uh, actually having some pretty balanced scoring here. You've got Mason Schwartz, who has five points. Uh, You also have Jaden Banks with four. Brandon Clemens has four. And then Marcus Coleman, who just hit a three just before the uh, buzzer went off for the Central Rebels down at the other end. Marcus Coleman has three in this ballgame. Brandon Lewis has two, and Jason Clutho has two. Those are your leading scorers. Your halftime stats again brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln Mercury, home of the lifetime warranty. We'll take a timeout, come back with more of the halftime show. The Bill Best or the uh, Belgrade State Bank halftime show here on AM 1240 KFMO. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit FSCB.com. Member FDIC. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of custom t-shirts and apparel. You can select from a variety of options including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Find Graphic Options on Facebook, head down to 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, or give Graphic Options a call at 573-756-3044. That's 756-3044 and see why they are the best in town. Back here at Jefferson College where the Central Rebels have a 26-20 lead over MICDS. Neither team really, I would say, is a hot, on-fire type team. Nobody on the floor is hitting a lot of shots. But we've seen guys like Joe Bryant. We've seen guys like uh, Banks for the uh, MICDS Rams pick up these games, put them on their shoulder, and carry them out. So uh, we might see that in the second half. do want to tell you about our upcoming broadcast schedule. 
That is brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill at 1500 East Main Street in Lennington. Visit the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lennington for delicious food, fun, and games, and watch sporting events on one of their big screens in a family-friendly atmosphere. Visit the Bullpen today in Lennington. Our upcoming broadcast schedule for you right now. We have got one other game going on tonight, and that is Mineral Area College taking on Moberly. That game is scheduled for tonight at uh, 6.30. We'll have some some, uh, stuff on that before we uh, come up here in just a bit. Also, tomorrow we've got another game. It's the Central Lady Rebels back in action here. That game's scheduled for noon. That wraps it up for the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Show. Back in a flash. Keep it right here on AM 1240 KFMO. This has been the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Belode, Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Stay tuned. The second half is next on AM 1240 KFMO. We are back here at Jefferson College. The second half is underway. Mason Williams drove the left baseline for a shot. No good. Back the other way comes MICDS, and Jaden Banks picks up his first two points. They kind of left him alone for a second. He looked at the lane and said, whoop, I think I got a shot here, and just put it up and in. The lead is four now for Central. That once was nine in that first half. Here's Mason Williams taking it down baseline, being double teamed down there and guarded heavily by Coleman. So he'll kick it out to Kendall Horton. Horton gives it right side to Joe Bryant. He'll go off the backside of the rim. No good. He hits the rim, and it's rebounded by MICDS, and here comes Banks into the front court. Banks will take it up against Joe Bryant, who got all the way back, kicks it out top of the key to Schwartz, who will throw down another three, his second of the game, and the lead is one for Central. Joe Bryant into the front court. He'll give it up now to Caden Casey. He'll give it to Mason Williams. Back to Caden Casey. That lead was up to nine at one point. Joe Bryant will take it down right baseline. Kick it out to Horton. Now to Mason Williams. Back to Horton. Horton with a stutter step. Did he travel? Nope. They're going to call a foul down low on the left baseline. That may go against Coleman. Let's see. Nope. It is going to go against Brent Lewis, and that is his third foul. So the first person with any foul trouble at all Comes from the MICDS side. Inbounds pass all the way out to the between the circles to Horton. Kendall Horton will give it now to Mason Williams on the right side. And he'll give it up to Joe Bryant. Bryant takes it down right side to the baseline. Now gives it back out to Mason Williams between the circles. And he'll come back out and take the ball from Williams. Williams being guarded there by Braden Banks. Now to Williams, back to Joe Bryant. He'll put up a three. It's off the rim. No good. Rebound, Tristan Stewart. His shot is blocked, but Joe Bryant will get the rebound, take it into the lane, bouncing one-handed runner on the left side. It is no good, but there's a foul down low. Tristan Stewart has had some of the biggest rebounds here tonight. Seems like every time that Central gets a shot that either doesn't uh, go like they want it to or a shot that bounces off the rim, that's a third foul, by the way, on Schwartz. As Joe Bryant's free throw is good. And you think, oh, wow, that didn't go like you want. Here comes Tristan Stewart out of nowhere and pulls down that rebound. Third foul on Mason Swartz. Second free throw is up and good. Joe Bryant hits on both of them. He's got eight points in the game, and the lead is back to three. 
5.43 to go in the third. Here's Braden Banks being hounded by Bryant. MICDS wants a foul as he reached in. Here's a throw down low into Swartz. Swartz with the turnaround left-handed hook off the glass and good. Tristan Stewart unhappy because he thought he let his guy get away from him. But that was just a good shot by Swartz. Back the other way come the Central Rebels up by one with 5.18 to go in the third. Caden Casey will drive the lane. Running one-hander, no good. Stewart goes up to try to get it. He tips it out to Mason Williams. He'll pick it up and reset the offense. And now a foul. That is number four on Schwartz. I guarantee you that's on Schwartz. It is. And I know some MICDS fans are not happy about it, and I would have to be unhappy if I was a Rams fan as well. But that is number four, and that is big because he has hit two three-pointers here tonight. He's basically four for four from the field, two uh, field goals and two three-pointers. Now down the lane goes Joe Bryant. He dishes it off to Zach Boyd, who just checked in. They kick it out to Mason Williams for three. You can tell by the sound of the crowd that one was good. And the lead is back up to four points. Three points here in the second half for Mason Williams, a total of five on the game. The Rebel lead is four. Here's Banks in the front court going against Williams. He'll are going against Joe Bryant. Shot goes off from the left side. Knocked out of bounds. It will belong to MICDS. No, it's going to go belong to Central. Which way are they calling it? Yeah, they're going to give it to MICDS. I think the players were even confused just a bit. Inbounds pass from below the basket. And MICDS will take it out top of the key. It's Braden Banks. Banks being hounded by Williams, who takes a swipe at the ball and misses. Kicks it over to Coleman for three off the front of the rim. Around the back of the rim, pulled down by Caden Casey, and he is fouled. So Caden Casey with a big rebound there. And that foul will go against the Rams. We've got a couple of people in foul trouble. Brendan Clemens is not one of them. He's only got two. But now against a full-court press, here comes Mason Williams. He'll take it with a left-hand dribble and cross the timeline. He'll dish it off right side now to Horton. Horton will drive the lane, lay up off the back glass. No good. Rebound comes down to number 22, Bryn Lewis. So Horton had a little bit of a lane there. He just couldn't quite get it to go. Couldn't quite square his shoulders up and get the shot. Now a screen gets Braden Banks open. Now he'll kick it out to Brandon Lewis for three. No good. Rebound comes down. Joe Bryant. Joe Bryant spots Caden Casey all alone. Layup good. Casey's first points of the second half. He has four total. Make that five total. Now a quick pass into the front court for Lewis. Layup off the glass is good. He gets slapped in the head as he goes by, but no foul. And now a timeout. Now the ball gets away. We've only had one timeout in this game, by the way, and that was called by MICDS in the first half. And they came out of that timeout with the ball going to Central and a cross-court pass. Well, as soon as I say that, here's our second one. So we're going to take a timeout. This timeout is brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sanchegraw. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. And this timeout is going to send us to a timeout. You're listening to High School Basketball on KFMO. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri, in good times and in bad. We're for Missouri families and Missouri communities. We're for giving back to those communities and lifting people up. And when Missouri weather rips through our state, we're for helping put back the pieces. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you live in Missouri, 
we're for you. See Mike Sansegra at 1011 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at 234 State Street in Deloge. Are you hungry? Well, the Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings. Or you can choose from a variety of other delicious entrees like all-you-can-eat catfish, country fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or perhaps a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast served all day, every day. Dine in, call ahead, or drive through the Riverside Grill located across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Central gets the ball inbounds barely as Mason Williams was trying to find Joe Bryant. Bryant had to walk right up to him and just let him hand it to him almost. Of course, you can't touch the ball while he's out of bounds or that ball is out of bounds. Now here's a baseline pass to Zach Boyd from Joe Bryant. He'll kick it back out to Mason Williams. Williams being double teamed. Offensive foul on Zach Boyd. They caught Zach giving a little bit of a shove, I believe, and that's going to go back the other way. Central still up by four. That is the first foul on Zach Boyd. You can see this Central Ball Club. They've got some physical players like Zach Boyd. They've got Tristan Stewart down low. But so do the MICDS Rams. One of those players has a right-handed jump shot by Clemens. is no good. Gets his own rebound. Puts up the shot. No good. Rebound comes down. He gets it again after a tip. Turnaround jumper good. So Brandon Clemens got three shots at it. A couple of rebounds out of it. And now a foul called the other end of the floor. As Cannon Harlow got a long cross-court pass as he was going up for the shot, he was fouled by Bryn Lewis, and that is four on Bryn Lewis. Are they going to call that on? They haven't changed the scoreboard, but I have him down for four. Now they're going to change the call. It's going to be on Marcus Coleman, and that'll be his second. I could have swore he held up two hands full of fingers. And the number three is not what you would expect. Second foul on Coleman, so Lewis still in the game with three, not four. Here's Joe Bryan on a double team, takes it down left baseline, puts it up off the back glass, no good. Tristan Stewart goes up with the rebound, and we got, a, we got another jump ball. And Tristan Stewart had no business getting that ball, but he got to it and forced the jump ball back the other way. So let me make that correction on my scorecard. Take Bryn Lewis's fourth foul off. And with 2.38 to go, it's a two-point lead for the Central Rebels. In the front courts is Banks. Banks with a left-hand dribble between the legs. He's looking for a screen. He got it. Now he's picked up there by Tristan Stewart. And they dump it off right side, and Stewart's going to commit the foul. But Clutho had a pretty much easy layup to go in, and uh, he couldn't get the shot off as Stewart picks up the foul. They are going to call that on Joe Bryant from behind. I thought because Stewart had hammered him, that's who the foul was going on, but it's on Joe Bryant, only his second as well. Clutho takes a while, puts up the shot, it's good. Clutho has three points. He scored, I think, the first basket of this ball game, and then he's been quiet ever since. Second free throw. He bends his legs, puts it up in the air. It's good. So Jason Clutho has four points on the night. And we are tied for the first time since 0-0. Central came out to a 4-0 lead to start this game, led after one quarter 
by a score of 16 to 9. Left after two, or led after two, 26 20. Here's a three from the left side from Mason Williams. No good. Rebound comes down to Cannon Harlow. No good. Rebound knocked out of bounds, and it will belong to Central. As again, Tristan Stewart was in there. That one looked like, for all practical purposes, headed down as a three, but it ticked off the back of the rim. Central keeps it alive. MICDS knocks it out of bounds. Here's Joe Bryan on the inbounds pass. Right-handed layup, no good. Pulled down by Clutho. And Joe Bryan with that off-balance shot from the right side, unable to get it to go down. Now Braden Banks back the other way, and this is the first opportunity in a, in fact, the game, as the ball is knocked away and picked up by number 20, Kendall Horton on the uh, turnover, and he'll take it the length of the floor, put it up and in, turnover, and a two-point lead back for Central. He's getting ready to say first chance that MICDS had to take the lead in this game. Here's Coleman down low. Oh, he was blocked by Tristan Stewart, but they're going to call him for the foul. Stewart can't believe it. The Central fans can't believe it. But you better believe it. That is going to be his second foul on the game. He thought he had all ball, and he had a lot of ball. But they may have caught him on the arm or may have caught him with the body. Coleman's free throw, good. Marcus Coleman has four points. He had a three late in that first half. That was his first bucket of the game. He's missed a couple of threes from out there. He's missed a couple of shots from the field. Now he's one out of one from the free throw line. Second free throw is also good. So Coleman has five. We're tied up again at 35 apiece. 124 to go here in the third quarter. This feels like a quiet comeback for MICDS. Here is Kendall Horton down low, layup good. Joe Bryant took it baseline right side, tried to dump it off to Kendall Horton. I thought he was going to throw it over his head, but Horton reached up, grabbed it, laid it up and in. 37-35, just over a minute left to go in this third quarter. Central on top. The winner gets the winner of the next game here as the ball is batted around and picked up by Central. After a shot from the right side was no good. Central gets the rebound and picks it up. Here's Joe Bryant in the lane. Hop step layup is good, but they're going to call a foul out top of the key. They're going to say a push from that top of the key. That'll be the sixth team foul on MICDS. And that will be on Brandon, uh, Brandon Clemens. And Clemens has four now. 44 seconds left to go as the ball is dribbled out of bounds, but it's knocked off of the ram, so the Rebels will keep it. Glenn Berry, along with Dustin Cobb and Joel Boyer, back in studio control. Great ball game so far, 37-35, Central on top. Joe Bryant cuts it down the lane, layup off the back, ice is good. Joe Bryant saw a little hole there, and he took it down the lane, Jumped to the right, laid it up off the glass, and good. And the lead is now four, 39-35, and you expect MICDS to hold for at least the last shot or a better shot. They are holding for the last one with the 16 seconds and counting on the clock. Now they get the signal to set up the play. Here's Banks, right side, gives it to Coleman. Coleman loses his balance, trying to do something with it, gives it back to Banks, three seconds. He dumps it down low, it's blocked. Coleman, turnaround jumper, he nails the three, and he is fouled. Marcus Coleman was in no man's land. And he just threw up a three from the right side, swished it, 
and got fouled. That foul is going to be on Tristan Stewart, his third. And Coleman could tie it up to send it into the fourth quarter, and he just did. Inbounds pass goes nowhere. We are tied at 39 at the end of three, so nothing has been decided. We head to the fourth quarter. It's Central 39, MICDS 39. You're listening to High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. Are you having car troubles? Is your check engine light on? Dunlap Automotive Solutions at 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is open seven days a week with the best customer service, pricing, and diagnostic equipment available. Whether you've got transmission issues, engine problems, including timing belt and head gaskets, need engine repair, fleet service, or you're just due for an oil change, Dunlap Automotive Solutions on 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is your automotive solutions specialist. Call 573-431-5100 and get your vehicle fixed today. Looking for Mineral Area College spirit wear, Trinity College wear, school supplies, art supplies? In the market for a new laptop computer or other electronics? Check out our expanded bookstore on Mineral Area College's Park Hills campus. Not sure what to buy? A gift card might be just the thing for the Mac student in your life. Visit Mineral Area College's bookstore today on the Park Hills campus near the Lettington Park Hills exit. It starts here, Mineral Area College. Visit them online at mineralarea.edu. Armstrong, Citizen Spine and Sport on Westmount Drive in Farmington has been providing the area with an evidence-based conservative approach to spinal, muscle, and joint-related dysfunction. Dr. Armstrong at Citizen Spine and Sport Services includes spinal manipulation, therapeutic exercise, sports-related injuries, acupuncture, dry needling, and more. Together, Citizen Spine and Sport and Blue Tail Medical Group are helping patients most pass pain. Call them today at 573-701-0770. That's 573-701-0770. Lots of action as we return to Jefferson College. 39-39. Central and MICDS locked up in a classic here. Joe Bryant missed a layup. Back the other way came MICDS. They threw it out to Coleman, who hit that big three and got fouled and made it a four-point play at the end of the third quarter, which tied this game up. And he launched a three from the corner. Everybody held their breath on the Central side, but it bumped the front of the rim, and Central got the rebound. Now back the other way, Caden Casey is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line. So Marcus Coleman has hit two threes here tonight and nothing else, but they have been two of the biggest threes I think I've ever seen. First free throw from Caden Casey is good. Complete Vision Care free throw offers quality eye care, premium eyewear, and customized visual solutions for every patient. They're located in Lettington and Festus. Second shot, no good, rebounded by MICDS. They're the ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding eye care since 1966. Not a lot of free throws in this game, but right now a free throw is the difference. 40-39 Central on top. MICDS looking for their first lead of the game. We've yet to see Swartz back in since he picked up his fourth foul in the third quarter. Jaden Banks has it now. He walks out to the circle where the Jefferson College Viking is. Has the ball tipped away from Joe Bryant. The coach of MICDS wanted a foul, and instead he gets a layup the other way from Joe Bryant up and in. And he's hollering at the official going, what was that? That's called getting your pocket picked. Joe Bryant back the other way. He'll lay it up and in. Joe Bryant's got 12 in this game. Here is a corner three opportunity passed up by Coleman. He'll drive the lane, dump it off down low to Clutho. He'll lay it up and in. 
Jason Clutho, his sixth point of the game. And the lead is two or one again for Central. Caden Casey takes the ball across the timeline and he is fouled. And that may be on Brandon Clements. Let's see. If it is, that's five. Yeah, he knows it. He knows it's five anyway. They're going to say that's his fourth. They had him up for four fouls before. And I think he's looking back at his coach. Yeah, he's smiling. He's like, I don't know. I thought I had five. He even held up five digits. But Caden Casey is at the free throw line. First free throw. Good. (laughs) We saw that game at the Civic Center where one team's score was not right. And that team, Cooter, happened to lose in overtime to Principia. When they technically might have won that game. So we've seen just about everything, I guess, in this postseason, including a fifth foul made back into a fourth one. Second free throw is good by Caden Casey. And the Complete Vision Care uh, free throw line, they offer quality eye care. Here's a three from the corner, no good. Partially blocked, picked up in the floor, and put up in the air, this time by MICDS. And that aforementioned Brandon Clemens as he is fouled. Going back to your Complete Vision Care free throws, they offer quality eye care. Premium eyewear and customized visual solutions for every patient. Locations in Lennington and Festus. Voted best eye doctor of the parkland for four years running. Complete vision care, the ideal choice. Free throw by Clemens is no good. First one he's missed today. He's one out of four. Lead is still three for Central with 6.09 left to go in the game. The foul, by the way, was on Kendall Horton. His first, second free throw is good. So now it's a two-point game as Brandon Clemens makes the second. And we're going to take another timeout. This timeout brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau, Agent uh, Mike Sensigraw. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. 44-42 Central leads with 6.08 to go. Back in a moment on KFMO. Everybody's going home. At Home Pools and Spa, their service team can help you with any need you may have. Whether it's opening and getting your pool ready to swim, weekly cleaning, maintenance, or any repairs that may arise throughout the season, need a liner, pump, or filter, they can work on any spa or pool, regardless of the make or model. Visit them today and find out why so many families trust Home Pools and Spa with their pool and spa needs. Home Pools and Spa, because home is where the fun is, on the Outer Service Road in Lettington. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. 5.55 to go and counting. Joe Bryant drives the right side of the baseline. He puts up a floating one-hander, but he is fouled, and I think it'll go on Marcus Coleman. 44-42 is our score. Right now, Travis Wallace is a little bit perplexed. That's the third foul on Coleman, and he's saying, okay, at one end, that's not a foul. At the other end, it is. What's going on? Coleman's even asking that question as Joe Bryant drains the free throw. Joe Bryant at the complete vision care free throw line. Second one up in the air. Off the front of the rim, the back of the rim, and in. 
Complete Vision Care offers quality eye care, premium eyewear, and customized visual solutions for every patient. Locations in Lennington and Festus, the ideal choice for glasses, contacts, and suitable eye health since 1966. Into the front court comes Banks. He'll kick it back out now to Lewis. Lewis will give it back to Banks, and he'll dribble it out between the circles. The central lead is four points. They've led by as many as nine. They've never trailed. Here's Banks driving the lane. Layup good. That time he just outleaped the defender, Zach Boyd, and got up over the top of him and laid it up and in. Banks has got some talent. He's got some athletic ability. Speaking of that, here's Joe Bryant. He's into the front court. He's telling Kendall Horton, let's run that again. So he's looking for a screen on the right side. He'll dump it down low to Zach. Uh, Boyd lays it up and good. Zach Boyd and Joe Bryant doing a little give and go, and Boyd has the bucket. Here's Coleman in. He'll kick it out to Brent Lewis for three. Good. And a timeout called by MICDS. So Brent Lewis nails his first three of the game, and we have a timeout. 48-47, Central on top by one. You're listening to High School Basketball on KFMO. place with the helpful hardware folks. Odds are there's an ace right in your neighborhood with expert advice and the right tools to make your quick fixes even quicker. Around the block, what you need in stock, head to your neighborhood ace today and get everything you need with people who know their stuff. Welcome to Mueller Ace Hardware, Highway 67 and Rosner Road, Park Hills, Missouri. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of custom t-shirts and apparel. You can select from a variety of options including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Find Graphic Options on Facebook, head down to 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, or give Graphic Options a call at 573-756-3044. That's 756-3044 and see why they are the best in town. Gather your friends and get to the Sand Trap. It's the Parkland's premier indoor golf club. Enjoy a cold beverage or something off the menu while playing in one of their three PGA-endorsed golf simulators, a unique indoor golf experience. Book your tee time online or stop by for something from the menu and jump in for a round or two. The Golf League is forming now. Sign up your team, the Sand Trap Indoor Golf Club on Strauss Drive in Park Hills. That's the Sand Trap online at sandtrapigc.com. Joe Bryant took it down right baseline, dumped it off to Tristan Stewart, who was wide open below the basket, lays it up and in, and the lead is back to three for Central. 4.27 to go in the fourth quarter. Ball knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Schwartz, who is back into the game for the first time since he picked up foul number four in the third quarter. First time we've seen him in this game. He's hit a couple of big threes in this game. That's where he stands right now as they try to inbound the ball. They'll get it to Braden Banks. Banks being guarded by Joe Bryant. Right-hand dribble from Banks. He's pointing out to his offense. Screen set by Schwartz, and now turn around and a travel by Braden Banks, and he wants a foul. I don't know if there was a foul, but he certainly did travel. The foul may have caused the travel, and that's what he's saying, but the official said no. Only two turnovers in the second half now for MICDS. They had nine in the first half, so they've cut back on their turnovers. That's the lead is not as big for Central. Here's Mason Williams in the front court. Quickly. Now with a right-hand dribble, pulls it back out and gives it to Kendall Horton. Back to Mason Williams. 
402 and counting to go in the fourth quarter. Central on top by three. They have never trailed in this game. Joe Bryant looking for a set play. Now he'll take it right side behind the back dribble. Now he'll try to take it down the line, the lane. Kick it out to Horton. Horton to Caden Casey. Casey will take it down the lane. He'll dump it off right side to Stewart, and Stewart will give it right back to Casey, who will pull it back out. Right-hand dribble. Now left-hand dribble for Caden Casey as he brings it out top of the key. And Central is being very patient, making them come out to get them on defense. Casey being guarded by Schwartz, who has four fouls. And there's five. You can almost tell that's what they were looking for. And I don't blame Schwartz for being upset. I don't blame the coach of MICDS for being upset because the last couple of fouls on Schwartz have not been the uh, difficult variety. The head coach of the MICDS Rams sets down Mason Schwartz, his 6'4 junior, and Caden Casey misses the free throw. You can hear the moan and groan from the Central fans here. Casey will go back to the complete vision free throw line. Second free throw is in the air. Splash. Makes one of two. It's 51-47, a four-point lead now for Central. Casey is five out of six. The complete vision care free throw line where they offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient. Locations in Lettington and Festus. The ideal choice for your medical eye care concerns, including dry eyes and other eye diseases. Here's Bryn Lewis in the front court. He's being double teamed. He'll give it up now to Clemens. Clemens will kick it out to Coleman. Coleman now gives it to Braden Banks. Tight defense from Central. They see Lewis across the side. They throw it across court. Lewis takes it in the lane, turns around, can't find anybody, puts up a shot. Rebound comes down to Lewis, and he gets a rebound and lays it up and in and a timeout from MICDS. So the rebound came down to Brandon Lewis, who laid it up and in after a missed shot by Brandon Clemens, and it's 51-49 with 2.47 left to go. Central on top, 51-49. This is high school basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. Building or remodeling and need new glass shower doors or mirrors? A touch of glass shower doors or more in Bonterre have been installing custom shower doors since 2010, such as frameless, rain glass, angled shower doors, and much more. Give a touch of glass a call today at 573-358-7228 for a free in-home estimate. That's a touch of glass shower doors and more in Bonterre, 573-358-7228. Tax time is savings time at Woolet Home Furnishings in Bonterre. Get 50% off MSRP on everything in our store. Plus, take advantage of special financing on the furniture you want and need. 24 months interest-free financing or no credit check approval with flexible payment options. There's never been a better time to buy recliners, dinettes, bedrooms, living rooms, or something for any room in your home. Get the most out of your tax refund at Woolet Home Furnishings on Barry Road in Bonterre or Walton Drive in Farmington. Dad, Ginger, my parents need help and I don't know where to start. No worries, Jody. Gentiva Personal Care is hosting an open house for folks to learn about resources available to them. That sounds great. When is it? It's Friday, March 31st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Gentiva is doing free blood pressure and blood sugar checks, assessments for services, and advanced directive planning. They will have snacks, giveaways, and prizes, including one free service visit. Wow, my parents could use that. Then you won't want to miss it. Go to Gentiva Personal Care at 751 Maple Valley Drive in Farmington, March 31st between 10 and 2. 
A lot of twos on the scoreboard. 2.22 left to go. A two-point lead for Central. They turned the ball over. And just a moment ago, Braden Banks picked up an offensive foul, which gave it right back to Central. And now another foul on Braden Banks. That is number three. Banks is frustrated. Swartz, who fouled out, is frustrated. Also frustrated in this game, Bryn Lewis, who has three. At one time, thought he had five. Or Clemens thought he had five. He's only got four. Here's Joe Bryant's free throw. It's good. It's what you got to do if you are in the lead. You get the free throw opportunities, and they will have two-shot free throws from here on out. If you got the lead, you have to hit your free throws. Joe Bryant, second free throw. Up off the back glass, no good. Tristan Stewart runs after it, and he commits a foul. Stewart trying to be aggressive, picks up his fourth foul, but you really can't fault him for it because all night long he has been very aggressive and has pulled down some amazing rebounds in times you didn't think he actually should have pulled them down. So the lead stands at three. As Joe Bryant missed that second free throw, he is now four out of five from the free throw line. Brayden Banks, who's picked up a couple of quick fouls here in the fourth quarter, has it. Now he turns around, puts up a shot. It's no good. It's batted around, picked up by uh, MICDS. Now up and off the glass, no good. Clemens would not be denied as he kept rebounding those shots. And every time he rebounded a shot, he got a little bit too much on it, and it bounced off the back glass. That foul is going to be on Joe Bryant, his third. Central needs some rebounding help here late in the game. Clemens needs some free throws. First one, boy, it rattles all around and goes down. He is four out of four from the free throw line. State championship basketball coming your way after this game between West County. As the second free throw is up, it is also good. He is five for five with free throws. And now a timeout. We'll tell you about that West County game coming up, but right now we take a timeout. You're listening to High School Basketball on KFMO. Have you been to Number 9 Coffee Company in Lettington? It's under new ownership now. No, what do they have? They have iced coffee, specialty coffees, lattes, frappuccinos, pastries, so much to choose from. Can you sit and relax? Yes, and I just love the cozy atmosphere. It's a great experience every time. Nice. They're open six days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday, and then 8 to 5.30 on Saturday. Well, let's go, girl. Number 9 Coffee Company in the Lettington Plaza. Back here at Jefferson College, 52-51, a one-point lead for the Central Rebels. They have yet to trail in this game. After this game in a non-broadcast game here from Jefferson College, it will be center, the Yellow Jackets taking on Lafayette of St. Joseph, the Fighting Irish. Center is 18-8, Lafayette is 22-7, and the winner will get the winner of this game. And again, that's a non-broadcast game. Also, our broadcast game coming up, we've got the 24-5 West County Lady Bulldogs taking on the El Dorado Springs Bulldogs. The Bulldogs have been playing the Bulldogs for quite some time. And the district final was the last time they played a team without the Bulldogs' nickname. But now they have played two in a row, and this is their third Bulldogs team they'll face. And the West County Lady Bulldogs are going to be coming up right after this game. Sean Malone is still in Springfield where he brought the South Iron game to you earlier this evening. Here's Mason Williams into the front court. The lead is one. He throws it out now. To the top of the key, and it's picked up there by Kendall Horton, and Horton will give it up now to Joe Bryant. They look like they're spreading it out just a little bit.
142 left to go. Central up by one. They throw it down low, and it's picked off by Braden Banks. Braden Banks saw that pass coming and took it away. Now the chance for the first lead of the game for MICDS. 125 and counting. Central on top by one. Somebody's season may end in the next minute and 10 seconds. Or we may be like South Iron going to overtime and a timeout is called. With the timeout, Braden Banks didn't like that, so we'll take a timeout as well. This timeout, of course, is brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Santagraw, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Deloge. Back with more after this on KFMO. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Community Manor has an overall rating of 1, quality rating of 1, and a staff rating of 1. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which includes a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or give them a call, 573-756-8998. The numbers look like so far. 1.15 left on the clock. 52-51 Central. MICDS has the ball and an opportunity to take their first lead of the game. Not too many people sitting here in Jefferson College right now. Maybe the players from the other teams that are getting ready to play. That would be uh, Lafayette, St. Joseph's, and Center. Those teams are from the west side of Missouri, over around the Kansas City area. But a lot of fans on their feet. A minute 10 left to go. The clock is moving. Braden Banks has the ball. He will stop, turn, dish it to the right side, and almost threw it away. But it's picked up by Coleman. Coleman back to Banks. Banks tries to draw a foul with a flop, but he doesn't get it. Now he falls down and travels. And he is mad, and he better watch it. This is not a time to get a tee. The first time he tried to draw the foul, he kind of flopped a little bit. The official didn't buy it. The second time, he fell down on the court, may have been hit, may have been pushed. Not saying that the foul wasn't there, but after the foul was called, or the uh, travel was called, now the ball picked off by Banks. So back to MICDS with 51 seconds to go. He has been very active here in this last minute to go in the game. He just stepped in front of that inbounds pass. Now here's Clemens, right side, 40 seconds. He is double teamed, gives it to Banks. Banks, right side dribble beyond the three-point arc. Central has had two turnovers here late in the game that have been very costly or could be very costly. And now another turnover. Braden Banks. Tried to throw it out to the left side to Clemens. Clemens stepped toward the left. He stepped back to the right. And a timeout on the floor. Central has the ball, a one-point lead, and a 26.3 second clock left in this game. You are listening to High School Basketball. We will keep it right here on AM 1240 KFMO. I'm going to go back to when Braden Banks first came down and almost turned the ball over. He almost turned the ball over. And then he tried to draw a foul, and he made some kind of a jerky motion as though he had been hit in the face. Nothing there. So the official didn't buy that. Then he went down the right side baseline to try to get a layup. He was, I don't know if he was fouled or not, but he fell down. And when he fell down, he lost control of the ball. The official said, nope, no foul. Banks slapped the floor with his hands, both hands, in anger as the ball went back to Central. 
No technical called. You got to give the officials credit on that. You don't want to call a technical with this little time left on the clock in a game this big because of the emotion of a very good ball player, Braden Banks, or Jaden Banks, who is a five foot nine junior. But Central turned the ball over on the inbounds pass. They've done it twice here in the last few moments. Can they get the ball inbounds? Mason Williams trying to get it in. He'll get it to Joe Bryan, and Bryan will take it up the court. He spotted Tristan Stewart all alone. Kicks it back out to Caden Casey. 19 seconds. Central is being fouled, this time by Marcus Coleman. And that will be Marcus Coleman's fourth foul. Not important right now, but could be important should we go to overtime. 52 51, 18.2 seconds left to go in this fourth quarter. Possibly more. First free throw up. Good. Caden Casey, first free throw was good. That foul, by the way, was on Coleman, his fourth. Back to the complete vision care free throw line is Caden Casey. Second free throw, up, good. He nails them both. That's big. Does MICDS call a timeout? We'll find out. 17.5 left to go, down by three. Braden Banks will drive, right side, layup is no good. Rebound comes down, fought for, picked up there by Clutho. What did he do? He got fouled. That foul is going to be on Tristan Stewart, and that may be it for him. I believe it will be. Again, doesn't seem like it's a big thing right now, but if you go to overtime... Tristan Stewart not being around, and he has played a phenomenal game here tonight. Three-point lead. The best MICDS can do with these free throws is pull within one. If you're central, you have got to be on the boards if the first shot doesn't go. Central crowd making a lot of noise. First free throw from Clutho in the air. Good. That is a clutch free throw from Jason Clutho. After this game, we're headed back to Springfield, Missouri for West County basketball. Lady Bulldogs playing in the final four. Second free throw from Clutho. Up. Off the rim. No good. Rebound comes down to Caden Casey. And Casey is fouled. And Bryn Lewis is pleading. No, that is a jump ball. How can that not be a jump ball, he says. So with 6.8 seconds left to go, Clutho misses the second free throw. He was one of two at the line that time. And Caden Casey goes back for more important free throws. Here's the setting, 54-52. Central on top. They have never trailed. 6.8 seconds left to go in the game. We will not have a post-game show for this. We will take you straight to Springfield when it's over. Here's Casey's first free throw. It's good. I am not giving you free throw stats. You couldn't pay me to do it right now. The old broadcaster's jinx is not going to be blamed on me. So I'll just let you listen to the crowd, see what he does. He hit the second one. It is a four-point lead with five seconds left to go. Jaden Banks, three, up no good. Jobri bounces the ball. That's it. It's over. The Central Rebels have won it. 56-52 over MICDS.
They are headed to the next round of the state finals right here. They will play the winner of the winner of center and St. Joseph's Lafayette, a game that is coming up next. It is a non-broadcast game. In the meantime, we are going to send you to Springfield. We will try to get some words from the head coach of the Central Rebels after the game. And, of course, some pictures to post later on the Twitter page. But right now, 56-52, the final score. Central avenges the early season loss, comes back to win it by four. And they are headed into the next game against the winner of center and St. Joseph's Lafayette. We are now going to send you to Springfield, Missouri. Sean Malone is standing by with the West County Lady Bulldogs and the El Dorado Springs Bulldogs. We're going to send it to Sean for Glenberry, for um, Jewel Booyer, and also for Dustin Kopp. You've been listening to High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO.